Hello and welcome back to Derm of the Day. This is episode 9. We're going to cover two high-yield conditions, erythema multiforme and erythema nodosum. To begin, a 50-year-old male presents with erythematous dusky macules that have a central clearing. He is currently being treated with acyclovir. He's been taking that for about a week. And there is no skin sloughing when pressure is applied by the physician. All right, so what is this condition? Right, this is going to be erythema multiforme and some high-yield information that leads us in this direction. Um, from the question stem is the treatment with acyclovir. Okay, so erythema multiforme is most commonly associated with herpes simplex virus, HSV. Um, some other causes are mycoplasma, penicillin, sulfonamides, autoimmune disease, or cancer. But the way I've seen it most commonly tested in practice questions and on exams is in association, in association with HSV. So often a patient will be taking acyclovir or valacyclovir, and they'll have these uh, lesions that show up. And then the common clinical presentation is going to be kind of a red or dark purple macule, okay? And oftentimes you will see a targetoid lesion, all right, that's high yield buzz phrase there, targetoid lesion. And basically how they can describe that is a dusky macule with central clearing, that would be your targetoid lesion. And then these lesions can progress to kind of blisters or bullae. And a key with these to differentiate them from SJS or TEN or some other blistering conditions, bullus pemphigoid pemphigus bulgaris, um, Nikolsky sign is negative here. All right, so if you see these dusky targetoid lesions progressing to blisters, um, in association with an infection with HSV or being treatment or treated with acyclovir, um, negative Nikolsky signs and so no skin sloughing, think erythema multiforme, and treatment for this is just supportive. All right, diagnosis, you just get a good history physical and then treat the symptoms. All right, so next vignette here. We have a 23-year-old female presenting presenting to the office with a complaint of painful red raised lesions on her shins for two days. She recently returned from a trip to see her grandparents in Phoenix, Arizona. When she returned, she noticed in the past couple of days some chest pain and a new onset cough. What is the most likely etiology for her condition? All right, so this is going to be erythema nodosum, and some things that clue us into this condition and the etiology um, is going to be her recent trip to Arizona. All right, and that kind of leads you in the direction of coccidioides infection. All right, so coxy leading her to have that cough and the chest pain. So you could investigate this a little bit more with chest x-ray. Um, but basically, this is erythema nodosum, very commonly tested and associated with coccidioides, as well as tuberculosis, um, some drug use 
or systemic drugs, and then uh, chronic inflammatory conditions, so autoimmune conditions, and a large portion of the cases are actually idiopathic, so we don't really know what causes it in a lot of the a lot of the cases. But in this case, it was Coxy, and the key buzz phrase terminology here is going to be the painful raised lesions, and commonly you see it on the shins. All right, um, they kind of are. A diffuse redness, so it's not sharply demarcated. It's kind of a um, diffuse red um, nodules, okay? Diffuse red nodules, and they're going to be painful. So if you see diffuse red, painful nodules, commonly on the shins, commonly a reproductive age female, think erythema nodosum. The underlying mechanism for that is it's a paniculitis, so an infection or inflammation of the subcutaneous fat leading to the diffuse uh, redness and explaining the pain that this patient has. This is due to a hypersensitivity reaction, whether it's to coccidioides, TB, systemic drug use, chronic inflammation, whatever that may be. It's a delayed hypersensitivity reaction, so type 4, leading to that subcutaneous fat inflammation. All right, as we talked about, manifests as painful red erythematous nodules. The patient can have associated fever, joint pain, and something interesting, okay? They can have a positive VDRL, venereal disease research lab testing that commonly tests for syphilis, um, can also be positive in lupus. So if you see, uh, and that's a false positive, right? So they don't necessarily have syphilis, they don't necessarily have lupus, but erythema nodosum can have a positive VDRL test, all right? Diagnosis made clinically with a good history and physical, so, you know, exposure to certain antibiotics, drugs, uh, and our patient travel to Arizona, Texas, kind of the southwest, um, where you could get coxie. Um, all right. If you need to, you can take a biopsy of the lesion, but most of the time, clinical diagnosis is sufficient. Um, and then to treat this, you want to investigate, look for the underlying cause. So like we said, uh, if they're having chest pain and cough, you can look into doing a chest x-ray to test for coxie or TB, kind of causing these, uh, this paniculitis. You can also work up for inflammatory bowel disease. All right, so erythema nodosum can actually be associated with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. All right, so IBD. But yes, mainly clinical diagnosis and then work up for kind of an underlying cause of erythema nodosum. All right. And then after you kind of do this workup, you just mainly treat symptomatic, um, cool compresses, tell the patient to rest, avoid uh, triggering activities if walking makes it hurt or whatever. Um, give them some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. And then if these lesions persist, despite the cool compresses and NSAIDs, go ahead and give potassium iodide. All right. So that's erythema nodosum. Remember the painful 
uh, diffusely red, raised lesions, oftentimes on the shins, um, commonly tested with coxie, TB, inflammatory bowel diseases, and systemic drug use. All right. And then we also talked about erythema multiforme in this episode. Basically, you have the targetoid lesions. One thing I forgot to mention, these can affect the hands, the palms of the hands, and the soles of the feet. One of the um, kind of limited differentials for rash on the palms and soles is erythema multiforme. All right. And like you said, with erythema multiforme, Nikolsky sign is negative, although you may see blisters often associated with herpes simplex. Okay, so if your patient's taking a cyclovir and they get a kind of blistering targetoid rash on their palms or feet, think erythema multiforme. All right, so those are our two conditions for the day. Hopefully this is helpful to you, um, both when you get out on rotations and also for taking the USM. MLE and Comlex. All right. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And thanks again for listening.